The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the city of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. You should have been pulled in the forefront they have faith in you. You should have been pulled in the fifth that they had faith in you. And you. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Michael Govier for the Plotso Podcast. Two L's, two Z's on Twitter. You know the drill. Utah. Always here to serve you guys. We're doing week two of our new segment at the Trainer's Table with Dr. David A. Meyer. David, you are here. You are the doctor. What's going on, my friend? What's up, man? I I haven't said anything yet, but you keep giving me an A in my name. What's up with that? Is that not real? (laughs) Did I make that up? It sounded so good all the other times. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the A. (laughs) My middle name is Mark. Where the fuck did I get that from? Oh my god! Stephen 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 A. What's his last name? Stephen A. Smith. That's not, true. Stephen A. Smith. I am Smith. not Stephen A. Smith. I'm, I am. swear, man. I I can't believe I'm. Where would I come up? I don't even know anybody with like a middle name of A it's that really I referred funny. to. You were so on it, like you never forget <laughs> it. <laughs> David A. Meyer. Here Good I am. Lord. Here. M M M Mark. <laughs> Man, this is so funny. This no, is the it funniest is funny. thing ever. I thought, I thought you'd like that. <laughs> Guys, I'm a bozo. Did you, If you don't know the show, then you would probably not know that. But if you do know the show, then you shouldn't be surprised. Anyways, Dr. David M. Meyer is here with us going forward. I can make that M sound good, too. Don't worry. Right. And we're here to talk injuries. Up uh, First, we're going to talk real quickly about the Kumar Rocker situation. It's a lot of excitement around it. Because the Mets have bungled it again. Good old Mets. They just don't know when to say when. Damn shame. Something was found in the Yeah, go ahead. Something was found in the MRI. Supposedly. Kumar Rocker may have an issue there. And that's what I want to focus on here. But the side story is that they couldn't agree to a deal. They were gonna save all this money for him to give to him, about six million, the slot value at the tenth overall pick. And then they uh, lowballed him, kind of bogarted him in a way. And he's like, screw that. I'm going back to Vanderbilt for my senior year. And now the deal is dead. The deadline has passed. And he can go back to do whatever he wants. Also make money from the new name, image, and likeness rights in college sports. But what do you think possibly could have happened with this MRI 
because we don't have the official reveal based on my research. If somebody else knows, please drop it in the live chat, which you can all participate in, by the way. The live chat is right here every time. But what do you think? Uh, I mean, it would have been a full-on tear if he was still pitching, right? Or, or would he have pitched through a, t a possible even tiny tear? Yeah, Michael. So what happens with this draft, and things have changed since I've been there uh, last in 2017, the player tentatively agrees to terms and they sign them quote unquote sign them. But what people don't realize is after that process, I forget the amount of time back then it was like 48, 72 hour window with the plane landing in their facility and then going through this draft physical, we would call it. And it was a really intense process. It was actually one of the most difficult parts of, of my job when I was the medical rehab coordinator, I would have to shuffle them around at that time we were just starting to do different elements of more eye exam, things like that. So every everything from cardiac testing to MRIs for pitchers and so on and so forth, a lot's changed, I'm sure, for them now. But in that window, if things pop up, it creates a whole entire process of figuring out what they're going to do. Now, when you take the top drafted players, especially a pitcher, it's even more scrutinized. Sometimes they'll go to the big league ballpark and see the top doctors and yeah, small little things can create huge stirs and, and it does. And it all, oh, every year these things do come up and most of the time they know what they want to do based on how they, you know, the business, the operational side, regardless of what they find, they'll do a surgery. If they need, they'll do what they need to do in this situation. Of course, totally blind. Uh, is it a full tear if he's pitching healthy? He could have a partial tear for sure. There's no question about it. In the likely, in all likelihood, it's an older injury, and they're you know either like potentially using it for the uh, for for a business thing, or on mm -hmm. the other side of it, they're worried about long term viability of the player. It's not uncommon to see this in a, in an elbow. It really isn't, and the MRIs are getting better and better. So yeah, like. Like many are saying, it could be very much related to that that business side, right? People are saying. <laughs> I'll tell you this. You are already a wise sage. Because last week we talked about several injuries. One of them was Alex Bregman. Mm -hmm. Talking about soft tissue injuries. And what do you know? Guess who got pulled from a rehab game? Well, you got to listen, guys. I'm trying to help. And, and, and ladies, if they're out there as well in fantasy sports, which I know there are, um, listen, Definitely. listen, you got to have some common sense with these things. And even in the field, we get emotional and like quad strain, tear, whatever. And we're like, well, he looked great today. Let's push him forward. And I'm like, you know, you just see these things. So I'm, I'm not glad, but I, you know. Listen. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's why we're doing the show, to give you guys a heads up, a little bit more time, and to make sure you understand that certain injuries are more of a problem. I mean, you guys aren't morons. You're playing fantasy sports, so you know injuries, what they are. But we're trying to give you timetables. Yeah, because it's it, tough. As, yeah, as you said before on the last show, so tough. and previously, the so caginess tough. of all the franchises is getting more and more intense in terms of not yeah. giving you all the facts and knowing when the timeline is going to lay out who will return? And of course, like we said in the show, Max Scherzer was not hurt. I made that clear on the show. It was just a quick caveat. He was definitely not hurt. He pitched one game the day before he got traded. He was fantastic. They said before that he had tricep soreness. Mm. Oh, he's no good. You know, that's just total bullshit. We know how these franchises work, don't we, David? They like to play games so they can make the most for their value. 
Which is the one we were talking about with the total arm kind of issues from shoulder to the hand? Who who were we talking Strasburg? about? Was it yeah? What's going on with Strasburg right now? Oh, I don't think there's been an update. He's pretty okay. much just kind of long term. Bye bye. Uh, yeah. Right now, I don't. Since they're done, the season for the Nats doesn't look pretty optimistic okay. at this time. Right. I think right. they'll probably just be like, "Well, let's shut you down for the season. We'll come back okay. in 2022 and see what we can do." But that's not official yet, so we're not going to make that assumption. But I think it's fair to say, right? I mean, yeah, it sounded it, very what, much like a thoracic outlet type of thing. Yeah, that was a great piece of analysis on your part. What do you know about teams pulling the plug uh, at a certain point in the season? I mean, it's it's true, right? If you're out of it at a certain point. Well, and you're a really valuable player, like a guy who has a nine-year, $245 million contract, <clears throat> it's very likely they would shut him down and come back next year, right? You know, remember, even when I was there, they realized that I'm in the medical side. They're not going to tell me everything that's going on on the operational side, so I'm left to guess a lot of times. And it's it's very much something that I'd appreciate, not really always knowing what the heck is in their minds on that front. But you also have to remember the, te- the player side. The player also, at this when you're talking about a, a contracted player that's making that's been in the league, they're influencing it, in my opinion, maybe just as much as the team might be in terms of what they're because remember, they're really hamstringed by how they can move players around. The player can say whatever the player wants to say. I'm not yep. I'm hurt or I'm not playing, whatever. The team has to play all these rules and stuff and how the the different uh, moves work. So I think it I think a lot of times the player you know, in this situation, like maybe you're alluding to, maybe Strasburg's like, yeah, okay. I, uh, and again, just, just total hearsay, but maybe he's thinking he's not young. He's been through a lot with his arm. It would make sense. Yeah. If I'm getting tingly after every pitch anyway, maybe I just, you know, reset for next year. So anyway, yeah. Well, for dynasty purposes, do you think that he can still be a productive pitcher in this game over the next three years? It's a reinvention. You look at a guy like Adam Wainwright. So Waino has is, in my opinion, one of the epitomes of going through physical trauma early in, in his career and and reinvention. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. He's still striking eight guys out, nine guys out in games this year. Yeah. So what I can tell you about Waino, I, I always get a little weird when I talk about anything I knew from the Cardinals, which is kind of silly because a lot of it's common knowledge. With Wayno, something that people know is that he doesn't really throw a lot before he goes on the mound. He barely plays catch. He really saves really? his bullets. Yeah, but I mean, his game is his game. He's a control pitcher. He's re- you know really poised. Had that breaking ball. So I mean, a guy like Strasburg, I don't know what his repertoire looks like, but you think really as you get older and older as a ball player after injury, you really have to figure out your secret sauce and and maybe kind of figure out how to give yourself longevity with a few pitches or, you know, uh, saving DeGrom really comes to my mind too, of how he's going to figure out his sweet spot there. How, how does he do that for 10 years? Yeah, that's the thing. You know, they still have not ramped him up. We thought when we talked last Monday, a week ago, we would do the show every Monday at the trader's table with Dr. David M. Meyer. Ah, there it we is. talked about DeGrom. Hey, he's going to go to rehab assignment. He might be pitching by the next week, this week, right now. But nope, that never happened. And he has not really ramped it up. He has not been able to go. And they are very, very much not the Nationals. They're in a playoff hunt right now, do or die. So that's got to tell you, they love him. He's super important. We all know that. But they also probably are concerned because... 
He's had so many of these little injuries here and there, or maybe they're saving him for the playoffs or September. I don't know. You'd but only, it's, hey, you'd only, if you had to create a hypothesis, that's a pretty strong hypothesis, right? Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. I, all of those things are in play, and since we don't know any more than that, that's pretty much all we can say about it now, but clearly... Mets are in a good position, right. you know? Yeah. Mets are in a good position. If you're thinking, if you're just like your pitchers, your setup man and your closer, you, now they're kind of using starting rotation in that sense, you know? So makes sense. I think he's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that's good. That'd be good. I, I do. He's, a, that's he's just so like much gun, fun to watch. He's so much instinct. fun to watch. I have, well, again, like I said, I, I don't know if people, well, I don't know how much was published. He, he did have some shoulder stuff, I think early in his career. So yeah, well, he had Tommy John back in the day. So he's been already been through that. And yeah, he knows what he's doing. He does. Yeah. When, when I say that, when I say, Hey, when I say that, I don't mean he knows what he's doing. Stepping back. He knows how to work through these things. Hell yeah. We're talking with the doctor here on the Hans Riga Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Hit us up at uh, Palazzo Podcast at protonmail.com. Palazzo Podcast, two L's, two Z's on Twitter, Instagram. Oh, I hit the wrong button there. That is not That's the button I, I wanted like to hit. Utah, <laughs> give me two. There it is. I wanted to talk about Shohei Otani. Yes. So Shohei has what is described as a slight sore thumb issue here, and it's his right thumb, which is his pitching hand. He says he can hit just fine, but he can't quite pitch when he needed to. They pushed off his start, which was supposed to happen yesterday, I believe. And I th- he, I don't know if he's going to pitch today or not, but how can a sore thumb be easier to hit but more difficult to pitch? How, how could that be possible? Uh, well, you know, a sore thumb can be. Because he swings like a hell. He swings hard, man. He crushes the ball. <sighs> and he's a left-handed hitter. So if he's got right. a right hand, right, that's on so the bottom. bottom of his hand. You- yeah. <laughs> You already got, yeah, I, and I, yeah. You know, throwing, he throws, I mean, he throws righty. I'm, I'm not crazy, yep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when you're when you're gripping the ball, actually a thumb injury can be painful. Uh, I, I've experienced that myself when I, uh, you know, you could get a little soreness in that inner, that inner part of the thumb. Um, so it's kind of, it begs the question of what the heck, why is his thumb sore? You, uh, we think a lot of times with that, we see contusion, we see contact-related injuries with a thumb, catchers catching the ball. I don't really know why his thumb is sore. I wonder if it was something extracurricular, something outside of the ballpark, that, and it's just one of those weird little things. Uh, yeah, really minor kind of stuff. That's that's really <laughs> something that that we we normally never get concerned about, that type of thing. Uh, you know, if there was a fracture, they'd quickly catch it. They'd see like a scaphoid bone. It's one of the parts of the the thumb that we get super nervous about. And it doesn't have a good blood supply. I, it's very unlikely that that's going on because they would do their due diligence and scan the thumb. So in all likelihood, he's got a contusion of some sort or a tendonitis. The tendonitis is much less likely because that's not a pattern we see it in this sport. Hmm. So I would think that in all likelihood, he banged it somehow or, you know, in some way, shape, shape or form, or it, a ligament uh, sprain, which again, his, his, where he's playing and stuff, you know, he's not sliding in the bag. He's not catching bullpens. I don't really, I think he banged it if I had to take a guess and he's probably just healing. So a few weeks or something. Well, or less. Is this something again that goes to, we're it not could getting be, enough yeah, information. It could be. Assault, just, his yeah. thumb hurts. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's literally what you know, it says. It doesn't say anything any, beyond that. You could put anything. I mean, it, it, this is just 
what it is. I wouldn't be too worried about it, though. <laughs> you call, yeah, I think if he's hitting all week, that shows you that uh, he'll be all right. And he's hitting all week, and he's not throwing. You said he's hitting, and he's not throwing. He was supposed to start on the mound yesterday. They pushed it to today, but I don't know if he's pitching today either. He only pitches once a week. This last three weeks, he's supposed to have two starts. He was supposed to pitch Monday and Sunday for the last three weeks now. And every one of those second starts have got pushed into the Monday. So he's still, a lot of people in fantasy baseball, they want to take advantage of a guy who has two starts in a week to get more in the week. Two starts is better than one. God, especially show two Tani. ways. Give him a break. <laughs> yeah, he still Come leads on. the league in home runs. And, it's and the guy just still went to the derby, league. which was a silly, why, why? Why are you oh boy, here we go. Oh, anyway. Home run derby conspiracy theories. This is always a great one post-All-Star break. When there's nothing no, to talk but... about, when the All-Star break happens and there's that one day where there's no sports at all, this yeah, is what yeah, people yeah. talk all about. Right. Dude, all who's right. going to be screwed after the derby? Who's going to go to hell? Alonzo, I saw he, he had a bomb a few, uh, day or two ago, like one of the highest shots at City Field. Yeah, he hasn't that. slowed down at all. They hasn't <laughs> hurt him a bit. I think, Pete Alonso, I think Pete Alonso is, uh, is kind of... I mean, we've seen some players across the league that kind of have some of his kind of characteristics, but he is a special one. Like he, he's not really, it's not the typical type of ball player we see these days. The attitude the you know, he's very intense. He loves the game. He really loves to play. It seems like more than the, the outside the field stuff. Like he really just loves being there at the plate. Like, I just think he's kind just- of like a one note dude. He's a power dude. If he could hit for more average, that'd be nice. But this is not an average world anymore. People don't it's hit not for not an average world. So it's not, All right. That's not how we do it here. I'm going uh, on a tangent. Remember Mike Trout we talked about, and you warned us about this calf. This calf thing can get real tricky. It's never simple. right calf, right? That's right. He's still yet to ramp up activity, so I just want to give you credit on that because it seemed like he was running the bases and gearing up for a possible rehab assignment last week. Nope. Still not happening. And his partner, though, his pal on the Angels... Anthony Rendon, that's what I want to talk about. Now, it's a soft tissue injury with the leg. It's a hammy issue, and I guess we could basically <laughs> we could just fill in the blanks on what you said about yeah. Bregman or anybody else who's had yeah. a hamstring issue. It's Bingo. just the same thing over and over again. Well, so this is what I'm going to I'm gonna keep it you know consistent. So what happens is in baseball, we do the same thing. We get these injuries. They look better. They, they come in, by the way. They'll come into the training room and be like, Dave, I feel really good. No soreness. Maybe they'll say tightness, by the way. Tightness, I love the ball player coming and say, I just feel a little tight. Tightness is usually key word for something's hurting. But the player comes in, they say they feel good. We could do all the tests, right? So we have to really break them to figure out, oh, no, no, no. Maybe he's not feeling so great. But like, are we really going to always push the player like that and impede their recovery? So a lot of times mm-hmm. it's a little bit of what we'd call a confirmation bias, right? We want to believe the player is good. We want to believe they're healthy. We want to believe that our work works and it's our job to get them out there. It's their job to play. So, but let's just, you know, hamstring quad. First of all, I don't think anyone's coming up with hamstring or quad when it's not, if they, if they're just putting that out there for whatever stuff we talk, how, how are we going to group that? The, the BS side of it. <laughs> I don't know what we want to call it. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want to flag yourself like that. The team wouldn't want to flag the, the player that's an asset like that, the sore thumb makes sense, right? That yep. heals. So yeah, you like, here's the saying I love. If it looks like crap, it smells like crap, it's probably crap. So like when you get the hamstrings like this one, again, you, you got to be very concerned, especially at this point in the year. I mean, you're going to rush up. I don't know what the angels are looking like, but 
That's they're true. a 500 team. They, they know they're not in it. They're just kind of, especially yeah. with Trout out, there's no need to rush it back. Or Rendon. Shohei Otani is the big star of the show. Yeah. And their pitching sucks. You still have Dylan Bundy on their starting staff, so that's just how it goes. Uh, Chris Sale threw five innings in his latest rehab start with 81 pitches at AAA now. He's moved up to the AAA level. Yeah, we were one seeing... run, one walk, seven Ks. I think we're about to see we're... the legend of Chris Sale return. Yeah, we're seeing a beautiful trend with Chris. You keep on keep on talking about him and seeing that positive trajectory. We talk about 15 pitches increasing per outing or so. I think you said he was at 60-65 the last time, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So we're seeing 69. Re- yeah, so we're seeing a really nice increase each outing uh and I was just making the point, don't get the thing we always would say with players the year coming back after a surgery or injury is is just a contribution year. You're not looking for max performance. You're looking for just you know the ability to to be healthy and 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 put in the innings, things like that. So yeah. it's all exciting. But you know, again, we still he has to be tested at that highest level. Uh, so AAA, that's some really good stuff, though. So people should be getting their their uh, their transaction ideas going. We're talking with Dr. David M. Meyer here on the Hans Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We do this every Monday. It's at the trainer's table. It's a quick half-hour look at injuries around the league as you all set your lineups for the coming week. Y'all, I just said y'all. I was in Georgia for three days mm. and I said, y'all, what am I doing? I do that. Oh. No, it's because you got a podcast and you're trying to trying to be national, man. I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> My nephew said y'all so many times it freaked me out. I just wasn't used to it. I'm like, wow, he really is a Georgian. I mean, he's nine years old now. He's been a Georgian for nine years. So happy birthday, Nick. Hope you had a fun weekend out there. Happy in Georgia. birthday, Nick. Look at that. How about that? that's high praise. He doesn't say that very often, Nick. Uh, Kyle Schwarber is a new member of the Red Sox. They traded for him at the deadline. They traded for him knowing he's hurt, though. What's he got? Again, guess what? Hamstring. Right hamstring strain. <laughs> so, I mean, the- are we seeing, hey, Mike, are we seeing a lot of hamstrings this year? If, since we're in the moment and we think about it right now, it might be easier to say, yeah, it seems like there's a lot of soft tissue look. injuries. We got to look. But I don't want to make that assumption because uh, Derek Rhodes, who yeah. I mentioned before, he's yep. great with these injury analysis charts and data. And he shows us, what the labels are and what the I'd trends are. I'd like to hear are. from Derek. Yeah, yeah, I know. I looked into his stuff. He's got great stuff. I would love to see the breakdown for soft tissue, hamstring specifically, because um, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing a lot of higher level hamstring stuff. I think it's what you said, though. Look, last week, this is another one you deserve massive credit for. We talked oh, about Jeff McNeil. Remember Jeff yeah, he was right back. Yeah, I saw that. I saw he's that. been ki- He's <laughs> load management. You called awesome. it. They said leg fatigue. And then he comes back after we did the show and he crushes it. He's had like three home runs and hit the shit out of the ball. That's the new game. That's what I'm trying to tell people. That's, that's, uh, that's the new game. That's what we got now. That's just what it is. We got no umpires probably in a few years. We got leg fatigue on. I, that's what it's going to be. We all have to just accept it. Well, I'm trying to impart people that you're not just some bozo. I picked up off the internet here, (laughs) David, you know, your stuff and work there. I know we're in, this is the problem. Fantasy football has taken over. It's August now, and uh, fantasy baseball is like, for a lot of people, especially the ones that aren't in it, they've just given up on their teams. They've abandoned everything, and they've moved on to another football's sport. Football's fun. Football's fun. No offense. <laughs> no, I Fantasy football's Look, fun. I used to rip on it a lot. I played forever. I've played 20 years of fantasy football, so I love I love football. I do. I love college football even more. 
went to Michigan and all it's that. Less work. But, it's less work. I mean, it's shorter amount of time. It's you know, yep. baseball is a lot of work. <laughs> You're right about it's a lot that. Of work. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I get it. But uh, by the way, so I, I don't know if it, I should tell. So the reason why I'm into fantasy baseball, this is a homage to my father. My father was a diehard uh, fantasy baseball fan. He, uh, I could say this now. He worked for U.S. Customs and back in, in World Trade Center. Back in, I guess the '90s at this point, early 2000s, they would go into a. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this. I they would go into like a you know after hours in like a conference room when shit when everything was shut down and they would do their actual fantasy draft and yes. it, it was like the old like my father was a you know uh, first generation legitimate fantasy like he every night you know, was on Roto everything. And so I had, when he passed away, I took over his team and I did that until I got the job with the Cardinals. So one of the reasons I come back to this and I, I wanted to do a fantasy baseball podcast is a lot. It's a lot to do with like the connection I have with my dad. So, you know, but uh, yeah, nothing can replace fantasy baseball, but I, I, I get it. It's a lot, all these injury. I mean, trying to figure it all out when you see the football player, just, you know, up oh, his knee went the other way. I get it. He's not playing for the rest of the year. Napoleon McCallum was that? Remember him? The Raiders was that the guy? Yeah. Who, oh god, that was terrible. Ah! Everyone references Thiesman, but I think Napoleon McCallum deserves his day in the sun for the awfulness. All right, let me give you a three quick rapid fires. We'll get out of here. We'll hit yeah, the road. Yeah. I want to know Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt of the Yankees. He's got left knee inflammation. He's supposed to begin a rehab assignment Tuesday, according to GM Brian Cashman. He's had obliques, but he's also had knee injuries several, several times over and over again. And he's a big dude. He's thick. You know, he's yeah. stocky and he's he's a powerhouse. He's a Paul Bunyan big dude. He's not as tall, though. That's the thing. He's kind of like six like foot, two fit. I'll tell everybody this. I know Luke uh, decently because he was a cardinal. Luke has an amazing character, amazing level of character. He's a you know born and bred St. Louis native loves the game, loves to play, plays hard. He had a quick upward trajectory in this game when he came to the Yankees. He had quick success. He had a lot of load under him. It's It had to have been a tough period for him through the pandemic cooling down when he was so hot. So I think, uh, I think you know, he's he's got a little bit of a year where he's probably kind of just getting back to normal. So give the guy, give the guy a little chance. I, I don't know exactly what's going on in terms of the, the knee inflammation and stuff. You know, he... He definitely saw uh, a big upward tick in how much time he was out there to, you know, uh, through and then through COVID with that. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's just kind of tweaking his program, his his workout program, that kind of thing. I wouldn't be, I would not be concerned long term with a guy like Luke. I'm, he's going to work through whatever he's got, and he's going to do a great, and he's going to be okay, a okay, um, you know. But maybe a month or two, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't get rid of a Luke Voigt so quickly. That guy can hit the ball, and he's going to get back to doing it soon. Great insight. That's fantastic. Uh, Russell, Russell Withers, friend of ours, Armchair Roto says, no reward of fantasy football for the daily grind. Head-to-head playoff loss bullshit. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, <laughs> but that's so great that Luke Voigt brings – Luke Voigt is a guy who had 22 home runs in 60 games last year. It was nuts. It was so nuts. You're right. So to yeah. realize that you're so hot and so high, and then you come back down – Give and him a chance. Then you, okay. That's, Give him a chance. That's why we talked to you. That's fantastic. That's so good. Uh, Nick Cassianos is trying to do batting practice. He had a wrist microfracture, right wrist. He's a right-handed hitter. Uh, They're saying he might be activated tomorrow. Wrist microfracture. 
Yeah. So he has he has arthritis in his wrist already. He's got really? cart or cartilage issues. Yeah, clearly they would do microfracture for cartilage issues. Um, yeah. I don't know the, I don't know the part of the wrist and stuff, but, uh, that's, uh, that, that can, that can be involved. That can be involved. That can be really so, Could yeah. this linger rest of season possibly. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, it depends on how much he wants to work through pain, but if he has cartilage wrist, cartilage issues in his wrist, um, that's, that's a very, very difficult thing for a hitter to have. You can imagine a golfer or a hitter of any sort. It, that's 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 difficult. So it's not a it's not like a meniscus in the knee. Of just always oh, clean it up and maybe go back out there. It, it you know I always preface it. You know I'm not I don't have a yeah. crystal ball, but sure that's uh that's one of those that I'm 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 you know my eye my eyebrows raise up on. Okay. Why does he uh, have that in the first place kind of thing? You know, like what kind of... Well, he got... You know? I believe he got hit by a pitch, so that's why oh. the microfracture happened, I believe. When you say microfracture, he had a surgical microfracture or or there was a microfracture? I believe it was due to being hit by the pitch. Oh, uh, okay. I I retract. I retract. I thought you were saying <laughs> that he had a microfracture surgery. So you're ah. saying he had a small kind of hairline fracture. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, yes. Yeah, he got hit by a pitch back in July... Retract, and it caused a yeah. microfracture. So no, let me retract what I said. Uh, it depends My on the bad. bone. It depends on the bone. It depends on the bone. I need to know the specific area there, but it could okay. be a micro, a small hairline fracture in the wrist. Well healed could be absolutely fine. He can come back. No issues, but it depends. So you're so much smarter than me. You know so much. I was just following your lead. Like, okay. Uh-huh. Yes. You're wise. <laughs> I am not. What am I going to do? Question the good doctor here? Hell no. no. I, all good. All good. So. Yeah. And that, uh, Clayton Kershaw has left or forearm inflammation. He's been feeling some residual soreness after throwing simulated games of up to three innings recently. Uh, he's been coming back from this shoulder fatigue, shoulder issue for a while now. Yeah. And, but it's the Dodgers, and it probably could be a playoff situation here. With like, oh, let's, you know, we're, we're still in it. What's for the rush? Yeah. We got Max Scherzer now. Kershaw went through an interesting few-year period of, I think everybody kind of thought he had the, the, the best mechanics out there, but I watching his mechanics it's quite it's quite involved his mechanical delivery and i i think that um being that it's such a specific delivery he had i, I wonder if he's kin kinetic chain wise just kind of struggled to get back into a flow there it seems like especially if it's going forearm shoulder that kind of thing uh i i think he's kind of working through he's working through some mechanical stuff it seems to me like um so i all the all the yeah i yeah, that's that seems mechanical to me. And finally, Fernando Tatis Jr. This is wild. We've seen him now go on the IL twice this year, but he plays so amazing. His rates per game per effort are insane. But this this dislocated shoulder is the third time this has happened. He fell on the home plate back in May, and he looked like he was done. He he fell on home plate after swinging and missing, and everyone was like, "Oh my God, season's over. He's out." But he came right back after a quick DL stint. And now he's back on the IL after he supposedly injured the shoulder again. It's dislocated. You might see an off. Yeah, you might see an off-season surgery. You might see an off-season uh, uh, stabilization surgery to to work through that for recurrent instability. So that might be something that he's trying to hold off until the end of the season to uh, to do some surgery there to keep it from re-dislocating because uh, usually an indication for that would be not one dislocation, but multiple. So that seems to be where you're heading there. And the conversation might be, well, let's get it back in. Let's rehab it. Let's keep it stable. And then in the off season, let's think about addressing that. So I would just, I would stay tuned for the off season there of what might happen. 
the amazing, though, know, it's just amazing what he's done with this. It's got to be painful. I mean, it's never fixed, right? Yeah. But the more it comes in and out, the more loose it is. So it's less, it might be less painful in those oh. later re-dislocations or subluxations. Uh, That's the word I was looking for, Nate. Thank so, you. That was yeah, me. he might be subluxing it. It seems like, again, that might be something that needs to be addressed either with more comprehensive rehab or surgery in the offseason. They've definitely used run. that word. So. Okay, buddy. Uh, I got to run. Dr. Right. David M. Myers done it take again care. at the trainer's table. Everybody take care. We'll see you guys be next well. time. Plaza Podcast, 2L, 2Zs on Twitter. So long, Utah. everybody. Give me two. Don't me unkind. Rule five, fix that stick, are hard to find. From Chris Shelton.